To all who come to our happy place, welcome to the No Guilt Disney Podcast, where we have no guilt about our love for all things Disney. We're Jane, Teresa, and Patty, three Disney fangirls who probably know more about Disney parks than most grown women should, and we're perfectly okay with that. Yep. I feel like I could probably know even more, so um, bring it. Uh, bring it. Uh, hello, everyone. My name is Teresa, and you can find me on Twitter at Gertie the Dino and on Instagram at Insightful Life. And I am Jane, and I can be found on Facebook and Instagram at Real Mousewife WDW. Hey, y'all. I'm Patty Holiday from NoGuiltDisney.com and the No Guilt Fangirls Podcast. And uh, you can find me on all socials at No Guilt Life. This episode is sponsored by No Guilt Travel, a travel agency that specializes in Disney and run Disney vacations. Now, we know that you have a choice in your Disney podcasts, and we are glad that you decided to listen to ours. So go ahead and hit that subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. And if you haven't already done it and listen on a platform that allows it, make sure you go ahead and leave us a five-star review. Please, because it's so helpful to have those reviews and those comments in there so that other Disney fangirls and guys can find us, listen to us, and uh, hopefully join in the conversation because that's what we're here for, right? That's right. Yeah, absolutely. All right. One thing that we needed to talk about, we have to address this. Uh, This is not going to be the subject of the entire podcast. However... This morning, as we're recording this, (laughs) this happened today, we woke up to discover, dun, 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 price increases. Womp, womp. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Well, and it's February, and any of us that have been paying enough attention over the years could have known that it was going to happen. I I didn't have the date in mind, but I I feel like this is earlier than it's happened in previous years. I'm not a historian on the ticket prices, uh, the ticket price increases, but uh, pretty much like every February, they seem to go up. The annual passes as well as just a daily ticket increase. And that's Mm -hmm. what we saw this morning. Yeah, my annual pass used to renew in February every year. Um, until the one year when they did that, get the 13 month free or whatever it was. So now it's moved until March, but I used to get it in right before the price increase. Mm. And now here I sit. <laughs> well, and I think they do it twice a year now because my renewal dates August, September. And I remember this past year, I just barely missed being able to renew before the last price increase. I so. I don't think traditionally it was twice a year. I think traditionally it was only once a year. But last year we did get it twice because they were anticipating of Galaxy's, Galaxy's Edge. Edge. Correct. And um, I got to wonder if <laughs> they increased as much as they did because of you know, two parks overseas that are completely shut down because nobody can go to it due to the coronavirus that, you know, maybe they're like, ah, we need to get as much money as we can (laughs) wherever we can. (laughs) Add an extra $50 to that hiking hike that we already agreed upon. Okay. All right, Steve, let's do that. Anywho, um, yeah, I had the, I'm going to end up paying the, I waited too long tax uh, because my annual pass renews Every February 13th. 
And this happened on <laughs> February 11th, uh, naturally. Uh, so I was, I was waiting though. I actually was trying to figure out the best time, you know, based on how many trips and what I had scheduled and that sort of thing. So I was kind of holding off anyway, thinking I was going to miss my renewal window. Uh, and I knew that was the risk I was going to take. So I'm not going to complain about it. But yeah, that's what happened. How do you guys feel about price increases? For me personally, they don't really affect me. This particular go around, they did not raise the Florida annual park ticket price for whatever it is, the platinum or whatever. Mm -hmm. The Florida resident rate did not go up. It did go up in the last round they did, the Galaxy's Edge price increase. Mm -hmm. But even that, it only went up, I want to say, 20 or or $30 a year. So for me, the price increase isn't really that big of a deal. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's I'm struggling with it. Uh, so I looked and the price for renewal now for the the lowest out of state option is going to be over a thousand dollars. And for those of us who are out of state for renewing an AP, we have to pay that all up front. We can't do the Florida residents can break it down into monthly installments. And so having this thousand dollar big price tag looming out ahead of me. I'm I this might be my last year as an annual pass holder for a while. I noticed that I mostly really needed last year so I could attend the pass holder preview for Galaxy's Edge and because I typically do try to fit in like 3 to 4 long weekends throughout the course of the year, but it's been getting a lot harder to find short notice long weekends for hotels. Um, if I can find a hotel, you can almost never find the AP discount available for it anymore a few weeks out, how I typically plan my trips. And there are a couple other perks that I just haven't been able to take advantage of not being in Florida. So I have to now, I have to go back to doing math and mathing out. Am I, what will it cost to really be able to you know, make this worth it? Or is it better? Is it going to be better for me to go back to what I used to do and every year and a half kind of do one week long or slightly over a week long trip versus several short ones? Mm, yeah, yeah. I, uh, I'm, I'm with you on that, that level. Um, a couple of years ago, I stopped getting annual passes for everyone in the family and it became just me, particularly when obviously the business like was tied to me going down for the race weekends and that sort of thing. So I was going much more than anybody else. But, you know, I'm a family of six and coming up with, you know, $6,000 in one chunk to get everybody annual passes. Mm-hmm. Like that's just not, that's not attainable. That's not something that we could do. So that's definitely out of the question. But um, as far as my own, I, I I struggle with this because I know by doing math that I absolutely do still come out ahead with as many days as I go, as long as I do all four race weekends and go to the parks mm-hmm. on all four days. But lately, I have found myself going into the parks and not spending all day in the parks. I'm kind of – I'm treating it like I'm a local. I go in and I hang out for like two or three hours right. and then I bop out. So do I right. Do I need to get the annual pass? I could just come down and hang out with Jane and we can go to Disney Springs. <laughs> or we could go nowhere, which is my favorite place to go. <laughs> well, but you do have that fabulous blanket um, <laughs> on your couch. <laughs> 
But uh, Jane lives like right outside the gates of Hollywood Studios. I think I was in Hollywood Studios within eight minutes of leaving her apartment when I was visiting her last. And so it's now my new, well, it's now my new home. I have moved in there. Um, but uh, I, I really like how the proximity to it. So anyway, that's where I am is I'm trying to de- debate on, for me, it's not the matter of like, the trips and the time that I will be there, but it's the way I've been doing parks lately that I've got to kind of keep in mind, is it actually, is it actually worth, you know, paying the tickets? I'll still come down for the trips. I will still, you know, stay in the hotels. I will still be there on property, but do I need to be in the parks all the time? And maybe I don't, I don't know. I haven't decided because like Teresa, I also have to pay that big chunk of, in my case now, because I waited, it'll be like um, 11 or $1,200. Guys, I used to get the 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 coast to coast annual pass for twelve hundred dollars for less than twelve hundred dollars, not that long ago, just a couple of years ago, and now you know it's just the Disney World <laughs> option. I think that pass has gone up to. We can't even get the AP magnets mailed to no, us. No, we don't even get so. those. Right, exactly. They don't even send us magnets. What's up with this? <laughs> And I'm over here like, could we get something other than magnets? Because I'm running out of pl- uh, running out of space I want- for them. Send it to me. And it was different too when they had the Shop Parks app because you could order merch that was in the parks and get your AP discount. But since they got rid of that and put everything into Shop Disney, that that merch discount is also gone. So all the things that I could still take advantage of by even not being a local, it's just kind of that. That keeps getting smaller and smaller. So. Yeah, yeah, it's hard. It's hard. Um, but when it comes, when it, when it bottom line, like when I look at the, the price increases and kind of keep in mind that to take my family to say a Nationals ball game or to take my family to a Redskins football game, which we would not take them to either one. <clears throat> Go Orioles. I know, I know. Uh, I don't do sports. <laughs> but basically, my point being to get good seats to go to like a sporting event for a couple of hours or to get good seats at any decent Broadway play, right? You're spending two or $300 a seat sometimes. So in hindsight, you know, a day at Disney still comes in under that because I could spend the whole day, right? So, so I mean, right. for, for me, when people say, oh, it's they've lost their mind, it's too expensive. But I'm like, it's still not, I still think the value is there compared to some other forms of entertainment that's out there. It's just one of those things that I think for in my case, if they were to dangle a payment plan in front of my face, then it would be a no brainer. But it's just that there's no payment. Yeah, plan. absolutely. Yeah. That it's that chunk of that large chunk of money that I have to come up with that I'm like, uh, Disney, why you be like this? Anywho, we just wanted to kind of uh, talk and discuss the annual pass situation and just tickets in general. If you have thoughts on this or something that we're missing, send those thoughts to us. You can find us on all socials. And, uh, you know, we'd like to hear what you feel about prices going up as they did Ugh. two days before my renewal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. All right. So we are going to have some fun now. We are going to play a little game. I don't know how this is go. We don't, we, we haven't really talked about this, so we don't know if this is going to be totally <laughs> stupid or, uh, like if the good part of the podcast has already passed, that may have already happened. I don't know. <laughs> Um, but we're going to... Then we're sorry. <laughs> but keep listening to find out. That's right. With that excellent setup, don't you want to hear more? <laughs> and this was harder than I expected it to be. Uh, yeah. So we are going to play a Disney version of Kiss, Mary Kill. Uh, who wants to explain how the game is played? Jane? 
Sure. So the concept behind this game in real life is you're given three choices. A lot of times it's like celebrities and then you choose which one do you want to kiss, marry or kill. But you have to have one assigned with each thing. But we're going to do this a little bit differently. This Disney version is called Preserve, Refurb, and Demolish. <laughs> uh, and Teresa, how, do, how, does, how is this one going to work? What's the, what's the rules on this one? This is where we get to be some armchair Imagineers for a few minutes and determine the fate of three attractions that were randomly given to us. So we get to preserve one, which will live on at Disney forever, exactly as it is now. One we're able to keep, but give it a bit of a refurbishment. And we didn't really specify what the scope of that refurbishment looks like. So it could be a complete overhaul. It could be minor enhancements. We're going to wait and see because we have no idea what each other picked yet. (laughs) And the last one, we had to pick one attraction to completely demolish. It's gone. Bye, Felicia. (laughs) All right. So this is going to be fun. Uh, Now, I asked a friend to give me three attractions. So we decided to just start with attractions and didn't give her any explanation, uh, no hint as to why. I just said, hi, give me three attractions. And she was like, what are you talking about? I said, three, three Disney attractions. Hit me with them. She was like, why? Just answer, just, just answer the question already, right? <laughs> so she said, fine. And she hit me up with these three. Now, in hindsight, I wish I'd clarified a little bit because demolishing any of these is going to hurt a little bit. But uh, here we go. Here here we go. Hint. That's attraction number one. Uh, <laughs> uh, well done. Well done. So uh, the first one is Peter Pan's Flight. The second attraction is Big Thunder Mountain Railroad. And the third attraction is Slinky Dog Dash. And we are going to preserve, refurb, or demolish each one of these. Uh, yeah. So are we ready for this? Uh, you know, as ready as we typically are. <laughs> <laughs> that, about sum- that about sums up this podcast. Uh, I think I think claws will come out at some point, so we'll just wait and see if I cause it or if I'm doing it. <laughs> well, you know, Teresa, um, none of this has to do with Epcot, so I know <laughs> there's that. <laughs> Yeah, there is that. All right. So we are going to start uh, – the first one, we're going to start with Peter Pan's flight. Uh, we'll just go around and say if it's on the preserve, refurb, or demolish list first, and then we're going to explain why. Uh, so Peter Pan's flight. Jane. Refurb. Teresa. Also refurb. I say demolish. I I knew someone was going to, and I had a feeling it was going to be you, Holiday. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Uh, We're going to demolish that one, which, uh, funny enough, the person who sent me this, that's her favorite ride of all time. (laughs) But it's okay. Once again, I'm going to go back to Her and I Need a Podcast, (laughs) where we can shuffle papers and talk about Peter Pan. (laughs) All right. So tell me what you two would refurb. Like, what would your refurbs look like? Each one of you, tell me why this needs to be on the refurb list. I just think overall, it needs an update. It definitely needs some sort of refresher. I know I hear it over and over again. Why does Peter Pan have more than a 45-minute wait? Why is it so hard to get a fast pass for? But there is the nostalgia of that ride is what I love so much. 
that I can't get enough of it. So I would just like to see maybe a freshened up paint job. I do enjoy Disneyland's better. So maybe if we could get that version here in Florida, maybe that would help a little bit, but refurb. I was along the same lines as Jane. I couldn't bring myself to demolish it because seeing what the wait time is like, I know how beloved it is by people of all ages. I like that as a dark ride, it's one that does elevate you. And I think those classic dark rides are part of the charm of Disney. So we've lost enough of those already. Let's okay. keep the ones that are still there. And I went with the mindset, we're talking about the Peter Pan's flight in Magic Kingdom. And I feel like that one, it just always feels really dark to me inside. Mm -hmm. So I thought that at the refurb, it could do some of the touches like they have um, when they updated Peter Pan's flight in Disneyland or like they have at the one in Shanghai now. And I know that one has the added benefit of being created from scratch and not having to ret retrofit technology into an already existing environment. But they have just some really cool lighting and projection packages throughout the attraction that I think would be simple enough to put into Magic Kingdoms. So that's why I went with Refurb. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, I went with Demolish and I went with Demolish because... She wanted to see all the kids cry. <laughs> no. Because she hates children and she wants to crush dreams. No, but you both touched on the reason why uh, the Magic Kingdom's version, which again, that was where I went to, was I think I asked for Walt Disney World ride. So this is also partially my fault, I guess. But I was thinking the Magic Kingdom version and get rid of it. I don't, I don't want it. I don't ride it. Why? Because Disneyland's is better. A thousand times better. Mm -hmm. It is, I feel transported. I feel like it's magical. I feel like that is where my nostalgia is because that was one of Walt's rides. And uh, so, yeah, this one out of the three, this is the one I'm saying bye-bye. Get rid of it. And that's why. Because Disneyland is better. <laughs> yeah, I know, at, least, at least we're all in agreement on that yeah, part. Yeah, <laughs> we, we all said it. And as you guys were giving your answers, I was like, my answer is kind of the same as y'all's. It's yeah. just that I'm taking a little harder stance on things. Yeah. <laughs> I just worry, though, because if we use that as a reason, then we're demolishing half our park. <laughs> well. <laughs> hey just that's a subject of another podcast i'll say that's another episode <laughs> that is absolutely on the list uh and we will have some discussions on that uh all right so on to the next one the next one is preserve refurb or demolish and it is big thunder mountain railroad and i'm gonna go first on this one this one we are <laughs> going to refurb it so it's just like disneyland <laughs> Oh my gosh. This is going to turn into the I Love Disneyland podcast. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but anyway, I said re refurb and there's my reason. I jumped ahead. There's my reason why is I want it to be just like Disneyland's version because it's way better and including I want my goat trick in the right place, please. And thank you, which I know that means like redoing the entire ride, but <sighs> I like Disneyland's goat trick. All right. What do you guys say? I went with, I also went with, or I went with preserve. Okay. So you you think it's fine as is? I love it. It's been one of my favorite rides since the very first time I went to Walt Disney World. I I love Big Thunder Mountain Railroad. And yes, I have no problems keeping it exactly as it okay. is. Jane? Demolish. What? I knew it! <laughs> I knew it! No, you cannot demolish this one. This is the best I mean, fireworks. I can. <laughs> no, you can't. 
I can. It's in the rules of the game. <laughs> All right. Why are you demolishing it? What is your reason? Okay. I love thrill rides. And I actually really do love Big Thunder. And I much prefer Big Thunder to Space Mountain and some other rides that are out there. But we're only playing with these three options. My thing with Big Thunder is I like r- attractions that are tied to movies. Okay. All right. Big Thunder All right. isn't tied to a movie. So maybe they could demolish it and put something else there. Ooh, what movie ride would you like to see there? Like, I don't know. That wasn't in the rules. <laughs> All right. I'm asking you to think too hard. not prepared. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. I, uh, <laughs> I say you can't. Oh, no. I need to respond okay. to that. I need yeah, to. Yeah. <laughs> I say preserve. I have to. No, I want preserve instead of refurb because I don't trust Disney. If there's any refurb going, they're going to try and add characters to it. So preserve. Keep it as it is. Keep characters away from Big Thunder Mountain. All characters all the time. No. I was like, can they feel the tension like rising in me as she's speaking? So, so this isn't just an Epcot thing. You feel that way about all the places. You're the anti-IP girl. If it's an attraction that's existed for almost 30 years and has is still really popular without characters, there's I don't see the benefit of adding them. Like it there's no there's no need. I'm fine with a refurb like you're saying to add some of the enhancements that Disneyland's has, but it's minimal or adding the Big Thunder Mountain the song. If they add the song somewhere back to it, that would also be great. And if nobody else knows what this is, I'm going to send it to Batty to include in her post because I'm singing it in my head and it's wonderful. <laughs> okay, I'm going so, to need you to include that because I don't know the song for Big Thunder Mountain. Yes. <laughs> I definitely agree that we shouldn't just randomly throw characters onto Big Thunder, but demolish it. <laughs> Take that space. Give me another wild type ride in the wilderness but maybe it's with like you know those wilderness folk or (laughs) what i don't know pocahontas she's from the wilderness oh my gosh i don't think she had a mind train (laughs) (laughs) all right jane you're making it worse we're gonna move on Um, So now we are at the final uh, the final round here, and this is Slinky Dog Dash. Are we preserving? And I'm working through my head what everybody uh-huh, else did right. already. <laughs> so this, this leaves preserve, refurb, or demolish. Uh, Slinky Dog Dash. Uh, Jane, what you got? Preserve. Jane, uh, yes. Teresa, what you got? So long, Slinky. <laughs> Patty's also going to preserve Slinky. And I'm going to guess that Jane and I are saying preserve it because – Dude, it's brand new. Like, there's nothing wrong with it. It's awesome. It's awesome. Exactly. Most guests haven't written it yet, so they're not going to miss it. See? And I'm like, it's from (laughs) one of my favorite movies. It's a great ride. It takes you right through a child's imagination, how they would make this slinky dog. It has great views of Galaxy's Edge, which I love. Dude, the queue itself is a is a kid's playground like literally it's a it's a playground it's so i love i love everything about slinky dog dash so i am definitely team preserve and side note hot off the press today for those who do wait in standby although i do not recommend that stay disney and don't do standby they added a bar (laughs) in the standby queue have you ever heard anything better chain yeah shade 
Adding shade. Wait, wait, wait. Roll this back. So in Andy's backyard, we now have a bar. Apparently. <laughs> That's on theme. Oh, my word. I had Listen, no idea. Andy's in college now. He has priorities. <laughs> Andy and his fake ID. He can get he can get himself a drink from his own backyard now. <laughs> all right. All right. I'm down with that. I'm down with that. So, well, that was fun. <laughs> Teresa didn't even get to defend it. I know. <laughs> That's because we're like, whatever, Teresa. No, we're not. We're not getting. Re- we're not demolishing Slinky Dog. However, I. That's fine. You, I can put all of Toy Story Land on the chopping block. Oh! To be honest. Ouch! Ouch! I mean, I'm. I'm not going to start because I could just hit back with all of Epcot, but they've already done that for me. <laughs> Like I said, I'm, I, I think it's so underwhelming. I get what they were trying to do with the land that Andy created, but it just, to me, it feels so cheap and carnivalish. And I just think that they can demolish it, start over and do better. And that includes, again, giving it more shade than what I'm giving to it right now. So where is your imagination, Teresa? I can't believe that you don't see how precious and adorable that whole land is. You're hurting my heart. It feels incomplete. It feels very incomplete. Like, um, it's cute. It's fine. The ride is fun. Like, I'm nothing against the ride itself. The ride is very fun. I just think they could have done better. All right. All right. I hear you. I hear you. Uh, yeah. So we're going to wrap things up here. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh. We'll discuss and please let us know what you guys thought about this and if it should make another round of preserve, refurb, or demolish if we should bring this one back into the rotation. And uh, we'll go from there. Well, we'll take your feedback into consideration. We will also take some suggestions. If you have three things that we should fight over, let us know what they might be. I think you might, if you're if you're listening to this podcast and you've listened to some of the unpopular opinions in particular, and you might be getting a feel for our personalities and what we like and what we don't like, I'm sure there's something out there that we could, you know, go to the mattresses over. So definitely let us know what you think. And uh, yeah, yeah. This has been fun. I had fun. And if you agree or disagree with us on any of these, let us right, know. Right. If Teresa's wrong, which she is, let us know. Oh, never. (laughs) Thanks for hanging out with us again today on the No Guilt Disney Podcast. Don't forget to leave those five stars, leave a review, and most importantly, share with someone that you think might enjoy a new Disney podcast because we would love to uh, have more listeners and to to reach more folks out there with silly things like this. (laughs) (laughs) And join us each week on the No Guilt Disney Podcast, as Patty likes to say. It's no fun to fangirl Disney alone. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.